whatever that music is that we play. Hey, it's the Firing Pin live stream, and it's just us. It's just me and Pat. We've got up, no support team. We've got nothing. It's just I mean, we're just. I'm still here, but can I count as support? We, we have Cameron. We've got frame. like less than optimal. Like we don't have any uh, behind the scenes producers. Are we tonight, better off so without Cam? Or are we better with Cam? I, I think I think Cam is solid. Right, right <laughs> Cam, Cam, Cam is solid. He's he's a good guy. Uh, we have just started to go live, and we don't have any comments yet. If you're just joining us. Let me know if you can hear this. Let me know how this uh, is working. Yeah, please. As always, feedback is encouraged. I'm I'm bad at the uh, I'm bad at this stuff. Expand video. No. Nope. Technology gets me. I don't want to do that. Go back. Comments. Here we go. What's the buzzing? Is there a buzzing? Nothing on. I test test. How's the audio? Sounds good. Little buzz. I don't hear it on camera. There is a buzzing noise. Let's check some connections. Yeah, let's just uh, loud and clear, minor buzzing. I don't know. Is that just Cam flying around? Hopefully not. Well, as always, welcome back. It's Thursday night. This is the Firing Pin Live. And uh, we've got, I don't know, should those be pulled down a little bit maybe? Or yeah, pull pull those down. All right, while these guys continue to mess around behind the scenes, uh, let me do a quick... Uh, ad for Arms Preservation Inc. Right, we talk about them all the time. They are our one of our favorite sponsors. Right, we have two excellent sponsors, and Arms Preservation Inc. Uh, they make a fantastic product, uh, as you guys are aware. Right, we talk about it every week with their uh, their VCI technology in their storage bags. Yeah. And I don't think those bags buzz at all. I think if they don't make up, any kind no, of weird noises totally, that are going to be distracting totally, and doing weird uh, stuff. Totally fine. Is it our microphones? Maybe Could sounds be. like sixty might be a bad charging brick. Oh man, I wonder. Ooh, hmm, that's a tough one. It sounds like sixty hertz. Jason, how did you know that? How just like a, what are you? Hmm, how? Just over there with the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird skill to I'd be interested to know Should how we you like, about that skill. Should we pull my microphone over here a little bit, maybe? I don't. Might be a bad do. charging brick. You got me scared now because I got my laptop plugged in, but. Uh, don't tell us bad charging bricks. We already had one problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I already. Yeah, electrical yeah. stuff. No. Any thank electrical you. issues are No, thank you. So, uh, the big news we posted this a little earlier. We do have an auction that's yeah. live right now, Bond Traegers. Yeah. If you go to bontragerauction.highbid.com, and I'll drop that uh, unplug. But if I unplug the computer charger, the computer will die because um, that's how we're running the stream. No yeah. Um, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, but Bontrager Auctions right in Batavia, they have all of our guns. For the next five days, we have a auction that's running currently for basically everything we had in the store at the time of the fire, right. uh, which we went through. The staff triple cleaned, and everything is oiled and nice. And, you know, we had to put a disclaimer that there is a slight risk of some smoke damage, of course. But, uh, you know, uh, I don't think that's the case for most of the items. They had to put the disclaimer in. But, sure. you know, the metal and the, the that didn't really soak up any of that stuff. So yeah. it's good to go. We... Uh, we have a lot of items, 250, maybe 300 items uh, published over there, and there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff, and, and if you want to help us uh, rebuild and get back better, 
that's a way to do it. Uh, there is an auction question. Is the auction just TFP items? No. So that is mixed in with everything else that right. Bontrager was doing. The best way to tell, and I'm sorry that there's not an easier way, the best way to tell is to go through the item and look at the last picture. And if the last picture that they uploaded is a slide that says there might be some smoke damage, right. then it's one of ours. <laughs> you know? So I, I wish there was a better way, uh, but that is, that is the only way, as far as I know, to tell which ones are ours. Um, and yeah, there are quite a few of them in there. And it's a great auction either way. I mean, there's a lot of guns in there that are just plain old cool. We were looking at them all today. We went down there. We went live for a little bit. I and uh, Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, if anybody else has any other questions or anything, please go ahead, drop them in the chat down below. We uh, are kind of winging it tonight. Tyler's gone. McArdle's gone. We just wrapped up a, a Chamber of Commerce event. We were here from like 4 o'clock uh, till just before the stream yeah, with all your, of the... Uh, yeah, my, my little name tag from the Chamber of Commerce. I'm like, Josh used to be with the tradition. Tag. Yeah, <laughs> leave a name tag on. Uh, so they said to check Pat's mic. Is this... Is that plugged in? Can we see that connection wherever that goes? Check Not for nothing. Out. I do a really bad job. Oh, just oh, just talking into the mic. Josiah, so you have time to comment on Facebook, but not be here. Hmm. 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 What are you doing, Mister? Yeah, no, I'm we're just kidding. <laughs> Joe's out learning, getting, becoming a learned man for the shop. He's, Here's the problem. Uh, what was it? This is a rat's nest down here. Uh, I'll be down here all night. Uh, well, that'll keep him busy. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. Should I just turn? Should I just turn this. We'll one see if then? we can uh, share, share a mic here. Share a mic. Taking a break from studying Sig Classic pistols. Excellent. Yes, yes. Uh, we always try. You know, I tell all the guys here, like, you know, if you, if you find a continued education class that that strikes a chord with you, right. please sign up for it. Let's get you in there. And let's get you uh, learned up because the more knowledge, what are we doing here? We got beers here. The more knowledge we can, uh, yeah, we can spread. Oh, you already see ahead of the curve here. But cheers. Fixed. Whatever happened, it fixed it. So don't touch anything now. Well, he <laughs> fixed. Too late. Fixed. Does this sound okay too with both of us sharing the same mic? Does that work? All right. I don't mind. I don't think you're. I'm all right. They all smell like beer. Buzzing is gone. <laughs> Good the job, Buzzing Pam. is gone. Whatever you just did, you fixed the buzzing. So it's probably Stop doing something stuff. to do with this mic. So now he plugged it in. Now it's going to. Uh, Freedom Weekend. Mike, we got a question. Freedom Weekend is 100% still happening. Yep. June 10th and 11th, mark your calendars. I ordered the tents just the other day. Sweet. Ordered the dunk tank just the other day. Yeah, boy. Uh, so we are going to have one heck of a Freedom Weekend, I think one of the best we've ever had, if not the best we've ever had. We have some amazing guests coming in. Yep. I'm literally so excited. Uh, if you have done anything online uh, and seen any, like, libertarian uh, pages or any of that movement, you might know a guy by the name of Spike Cohen. You, I've heard of him. Yep. He is amazing uh, at really sticking it to 
the ATF, to local governments, to sheriff's departments that don't do their constitutional duties, you sure. know, like Uvalde and certain ones. Spike uh, can meme, as the Yes, he, he is relentless. I mean, the ATF will post a thing about like, hey, it's national, you know, give thanks to the ATF day or whatever. And Spike will be like, yeah, well, what about the victims of Ruby Ridge? Right. How about them? Are, they, are you giving them thanks today? Like, you know. Uh, they just, uh, Spike is amazing. He's coming here. Yeah. He again, will be here. Again. again. Yeah, That's right. He's been he here. was here once to shoot some machine guns. No big deal. Uh, and now he's here. He's going to be here again. June 10th. He will be here to give a speech, shake some hands, kiss some babies, you know, the whole Q and a, uh, town hall type of thing. Mm -hmm. We also have a little group you may have heard of called FPC. Firearms Policy Coalition. Oh. They're based out of California. They're mm -hmm. a nationwide group. Sure. They are leading the fight. I mean, they bring lawsuit after lawsuit. I think they have 25 right now, all spread out across the country. No, it's more than that. It's like 50, because they have five just in New York. Right. And a lot of people don't know that, and a lot of people think these national groups have forgotten about us here in New York, which... You know, certain groups have, like the NRA, right. let's say. Mm -hmm. But the FPC, the Firearms Policy Coalition, they are fighting the good fight. They have five lawsuits currently working in the New York court system. Uh, each one of those, minimum 50 grand to start and to initiate, basically, uh, between the lawyers and the filing fees and all that kind of stuff you have to mm -hmm. do. So uh, we've got them coming, too. So in my opinion, we have two headliner guest speakers coming. Uh, there's actually two guys coming from FPC. And they'll be talking about how you can help them help us here in New York. Right. And just how we can participate in, um, you know, taking back what's ours, taking our rights back. I mean, our rights have been just trampled on here in New York. Uh, and as we've said hundreds of times, uh, the laws that are in place are racist, they are classist, and, and they need to be dismantled. And uh, we'll do that, you know, whatever it takes, really. So super excited about that. Also, I want to hit on that or piggyback on there uh, and talk about uh, the two-way culture in general and mm -hmm. how you can participate in that two-way culture. Brandon, as you know, uh, the Tactical Games Skirmish yeah. is alive and well yeah. here in New York. Yeah. And uh, we have many events post, uh, posted on Practice Score that you can sign up for now. That's awesome. Um, at Escarpment Arms. Uh, we have one coming up 30 April. We have another the end of May, um, and they go all the way up until, I think the last one is in October, I'd have to look, but, Very um, cool. yeah, so we will, um, be doing those, like I said, once a month, and we're looking for people to volunteer to help, uh, coordinate and yeah. run those behind the scenes, uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, that would be great, it's also a good way to earn yourself a free admission into, That's right. A That's future. Right. If skirmish, you volunteer, right? so, you get to come to one for free. Right. So That's super cool. For people who are maybe, you know, on the fence about if they're ready for mm -hmm. participation or whatever, they want to learn more, or that, you know, whatever the case is, maybe they don't sure. have the gear, or yeah, maybe yeah. they're curious about if the gear that they have is is suitable because obviously there can there's be a lot, lot of, of anxiety for that. Like if, you, yeah. if you've never done one of these or if you're not for a, sure. if you're not you know maybe a veteran or just you know someone who's done this type of stuff before. Right. Uh, if you're starting out at zero, just to kind of show up ready to compete can be an undertaking. Well, even some the people. people, you know, there are people that come here and shoot their, their pistols and their rifles, you know, on a, on a routine basis, let's mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And even those people, I would say, aren't necessarily used to using their gear in a more uh, 
dynamic, I guess. Sure. Or like all like together, a, either. Right. Like exactly. People, you know, like yeah, yeah. I have my putting gun, on your have this or yeah, I have my kit, your but, pistol, and yeah, all all of those different things together. So the tactical games, um, you know, it's a growing sport in many um, other areas, mm-hmm. and you know, they obviously aren't doing any big two day events here in New York State. Sure. As of sure. right now, right. Um, but they could in the future, mm-hmm. and if we could, mm-hmm. you know get the ball rolling, I guess, so to speak, by getting more people involved in the skirmish. That's kind of what this is geared for. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we're trying to do is, is teach people what the tactical games are and, uh, show them they are ready. Right. Or at least give them the, the base level skills that they would need to be ready especially from like a safety perspective, from a manipulations perspective, from a gear perspective and, and being comfortable with wearing all of your stuff getting the fitness um, mm-hmm. perspective kind of dialed in or, mm-hmm. or understanding what all that entails. You know, there's a lot of different, I guess, barriers that people might place in front of themselves. Sure. Right. If That's they're what they not, are. Right. right. It's, it's more of like a mental block, I would say. Right. Or like, you know, you're not you might not feel like you're ready. Sure. But we can help in that right. regard. So And that's what the skirmishes are for. 100%. Yeah. And and yeah. more so now or I'm I keep saying the word skirmish. I shouldn't be using that. They they want us to use training, training days now. Training, that's right. Right. That's so right. it's tactical games training days. I have to correct myself. I'm sorry. So um <laughs> there'll always be skirmishes in our heart. Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Uh Donna asked the question, do we have any left-handed lever actions? And what's this about an auction I'm hearing about? So the auction, after our fire on the 24th, right. we are, you know, we just had to dispose of hundreds of items. We just had too many serialized items to deal with and to try to transfer them out and to sell them. Uh, so we just said, let's send them to an auction, get everything done at one time. Uh, and Bontrager was our, our first and only thought. They're good friends of ours. I've known Todd uh, for a long time now. I've been to many of his auctions. And again... Only thought I had, the only way we could do it was if we worked with him and called him up. He said, not a problem. We got him down there in a couple days. And, yeah, it, it, it's all of the stuff we had before the fire, basically, or during the fire. It's all for auction. Uh, as far as your lever action question goes, I can't think of any that are specifically made as left-handed. Um, as Josiah said, the nice thing about a lever action is they're somewhat ambidextrous by nature, I guess the the ejection would be the only thing, but there are some that eject straight out the top. Correct. So, yeah, the yep, the 1894. You would want to make sure you don't get an 1894AE. It does not stand for American Eagle. It stands for angled eject. You know, the lever action comes out a long time before the scope did. Once the scope came out, you know, a lot of old-timers liked the lever action, so they wanted to put their scopes on their lever actions because their eyes got bad, right, and... The lever action makes it tough because it ejects straight up and into your scope. So Winchester in the 80s, maybe, 70s, 80s, 90s, somewhere in there, they came out with the angled eject so that you could use a scope that goes out the side. So that's the only thing you'd want to make sure you don't get is one of those. Um, Joel asked if the auction has any reserve prices. It does not. At least none of our lots do. They might have a few. I actually saw a gorgeous, I'm, I'm telling myself I have to stay away, there was a gorgeous Winchester uh, like a gallery gun, the 22 pumps. Yes. That was just immaculately engraved. I actually was going to hit up Joe to see if his dad engraved it maybe, but uh, absolutely gorgeous engraving on there. Uh, blew me away. Uh, Jim, good evening to you, sir. Good evening. Uh, yeah. So well, how many weeks has it been since the fire? Is this three weeks? 
four. Is this the fourth week? Friday I think. Will be the fourth week. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So we're basically a month, basically a month post fire. Sure. Um, to give everyone an update, we have been uh, like released by the insurance company to start cleaning up the site. Uh, so I haven't made a post on Facebook about it, but actually tomorrow, uh, this whole weekend, basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if you have any, uh, available free time, you've got some old clothes, some gloves, you don't mind getting dirty. Uh, we basically have to clean everything out of the store. Excuse me. Bless you. Excuse me. I started talking about the store and the insulation got, got to me. Uh, we're going to have to clean everything out. You know, the insurance company wants us to wait until a salvage company comes in, cleans everything out before mm -hmm. we do the, the demolition and the rebuilding process, which I'm not waiting that long because who knows how long that's going to take. Sure. So we've cleared it with them. We're going to remove everything ourselves, put it into a shipping container or multiple shipping containers that we have. Uh, and then that way, everything that might be part of the insurance claim is out of the building. We can demolish the building, which unfortunately, we, we've come to the determination that... Uh, She's going to have to come down, basically the entire thing, uh, other than the room that we're in now, the garage space, uh, and the mechanical room, we'll call it, where like the electrical and HVAC stuff is. But other than that, everything's got to come down. Um, so yeah, starting tomorrow, pretty much business hours, like 9 to 5, Saturday, same thing, and Sunday, uh, we're just going to get literally everything that's not going to go into a dumpster, we got to put it in one of those shipping containers, so... If you've got some spare time, come on down. We could sure use the hand. And uh, I know a lot of you have wanted to uh, help us out and, and just even just be here and, and, you know, crack some jokes with us while we're doing stuff. It's, it's really meant the world to us. So, uh, even James. Um, and, yeah, if, if anybody else has any other questions, either about the auction or uh, about whatever else, temporary operations here. I did see one that I missed about the, the mobile range. The mobile range is available for use. You have to go on our website and book a time. Right. We'd like you to book a reservation. Uh, and actually, I don't know if it'll work now, but if you scan this QR code, it'll take you to our link tree, which is exactly what it sounds. It's basically just uh, all of our links to everything. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, everything that we have, it's all in one spot now. Link tree. Uh, you scan that QR code. We have them all over the store. And you can find how to book times for the range. We basically have it set up like half-hour blocks. You come in, you set it up, you're good to go. Uh, if you're a member, there's there's no charge, obviously. Uh, and then if you're not a member, you just pay the normal. You know, uh, I think for an uh, for a half hour it was eight bucks, right? And then uh, um, you can still share a lane. You can have two people in there. I think it's an extra six bucks yep. if you share. So it's actually the same price as it used to be, fourteen bucks for an hour, but it's just your half, right? So it's, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, there it is. There's the, there's the, um, there's our website, NYTFP. Look at that. Look at that domain name. So short. I love that. Uh, NYTFP.com. Yeah. Switch that over. And, uh, I wonder, I don't think they hooked this one up. Now, damn, I got, I saved that as a, <laughs> eventually that'll redirect, uh, to us. But anyways, uh, yes, you can go on there. You can go to the indoor shooting range tab like he's got there, and um, you can you can schedule some range time. So that's live. I will say, if you haven't heard already, the range is only handgun caliber rated. Uh, so you can shoot your pistol calibered carbine, Ruger 9mm rifle, or if you have a Henry Homesteader already, or you know whatever whatever pistol caliber carbine you have, 
uh, as long as it's in the, and there's a sign on the wall of the range, you know, nine mil, 10 mil, 40 cal, 357 sig. There's a, there's a whole range. Is it of, up to like 44 mag? It is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it, under 1400 feet per second mm-hmm. is basically the, you know, so, uh, I think the only thing you really can't use as far as like a nine mil rifle would be like if you had some real screaming like Corbon, you know, a real, real hot underwood ammo or something, maybe that could, that could go over that. We were looking at the, you know, um, FPS tables and stuff. Sure. Um, could do a voucher three hours helped get you one hour range time. Mike, I really like that. Yeah, we, we definitely will, uh. We'll have to come up with something here and uh, a log of who helped us because we definitely we definitely want to take care of those that uh, have helped us because the the community here we keep being reminded uh, of how amazing our community is here uh, not just in Bergen you know not just in Genesee County but r- really all of Western New York I mean it's it's been amazing I was thinking um, about that on my way in to like people just in this area how like New York in general gets a bad rap. I would say like the East Coast in general. I've lived yeah. all over the East Coast. Yeah. And you know, it's people get a bad rap for being uh like pushy and loud mm-hmm. and rude and mm-hmm. like we're always in a hurry compared to like people from like say down south in the Midwest, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um and we drive fast and we talk fast and, yep. right? and all yep. of those different sorts Very of valid. Things. Right. All I would say all of those <laughs> things are definitely true yeah. in my experience, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, here in Western New York, I would say that it's just a little bit different. Sure. In yeah. a lot of ways. People are a little bit nicer and, you know. See, it's funny. I, I There's a saying that I heard a while back about New Yorkers versus Southerners. Uh, and New Yorkers were kind, but were not nice. Right. Like, you will be broken down on the side of the road, and, like, we'll pull over and we'll help you, but we'll cuss you out the whole time. And make like, fun you motherfucker. of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but we'll still help you, whereas... You know, the the um, stereotype is the Southerner would drive by and be very polite, like, oh, bless your heart. Like, that's so sad. I am so feel so bad for you. But they won't help you. Like, they're just going right. to keep going. And I know Southern people will help you. There's stereotypes. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree. We have something something special up here. I know that's very cliche, but uh, I, that's how I feel. And, you, and this is a safe space. So you can't tell me how I feel. So, <laughs> we, But we have been reminded of it by the people have, here yeah. that, like, take great care of us when, when we've needed them, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't come up often, but when it does come up, yeah. like you say, you always yeah. have tried to, like, give back to them. So that's <laughs> Josiah says it's a 100% true statement, having lived in the South. Uh, Joel, it is a two-lane range. So the mobile range, two lanes. It is a 70-yard total distance. So it is relatively short. Perfect for handguns, though. Seven, yes, seven. Did I say 70? Seven yards. Uh, it's yeah. only out to seven. I haven't even been in yeah, there yet to yeah. see. I was Se- seven yards. I was wondering like what the max range was. I was hoping you could at least get yeah. it to ten. Because it's a it's a forty foot container, and then there's got to be room for you, and there's got to be room for the backstop. And that's yeah. a lot of backstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot of backstop. Jesus. Oh yeah, uh, but it is. There's two lanes, and uh, it's it's a very well built. You go in there, and and not to put down our system. But you can definitely tell, like, our range was homemade versus this is, like, it's a commercially more available. And like, yeah, yes. and everything's all touchscreen. You know, you, you push a thing, and the track will start moving. And you're like, oh, my God, is that how fast it moves the whole time? And then it goes, zoop, and it goes to whatever distance you told it to. Like, if you so, only want it at two yards, it'll go to two yards. So, for the rebuild, is, like, is that in the cards, do you think? Something a little bit 
It is. We definitely like touch screen or I don't know about a touch. I don't want to put you on that, the spot. That I don't no, no, like... you're okay. Because Mike asked it too, um, and we definitely like uh, you know the engineering team, me and my dad and Dave basically. Right. Uh, but the engineering team, we have been discussing. You know, there were there were improvements we wanted to make before, and it's tough because we have an active running range before you know it's like sure it's like um trying to do heart surgery with the heart beating right like we we can't just shut everything down for months to test and evaluate new target systems and, and stuff. if you try and to implement something on one lane and it doesn't work and then you've mm-hmm. lost that one lane exactly and now, it's right. very tough so you know we've been working my dad had been working on some design improvements you know here and there we've uh, talked about a couple of different oh you come up with stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like uh, so now we kind of do have the ability, and especially between now and then, like right now, we kind of can't do anything. Right. So I've had my dad building, and like he's going to have a track system here, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, that we could do some testing on, and we could do some uh, uh, development on to make it better. Right. You know, because we did learn a lot of things uh, in in the 10 years that we've been here operating this current range. Right. Uh, so, uh, Mike, some of the ideas that we have, um, you know, I don't want to go too, too deep into it. We are still waiting to see how, how some numbers come back, but my, my, my sincere hope is, you know, um, that we can, we can take what insurance has given us and really stretch that, uh, to hopefully, um, build back better, you know, and build back to have, uh, you know, maybe a, a slightly bigger facility. I can't make any promises, but I, I do want to at least, you know, when, when we originally built, right, like you have your roof like this uh, and, and you design your building to be a certain way and you don't necessarily think of like, oh, well, what if we do so good we have to build it to be bigger? Right. It's like, well, let's deal with what we have first before we start thinking about, you know, going to the moon. Right. Uh, and so uh, the way we had the building before, it would have been difficult to add another range. So uh, not that we're planning right out of the gate to add more lanes, but we're going to design it, design it right that it could so that be expanded we could. More yeah. Easily. So if, if we wanted to, uh, we could expand it easier. Uh, we're getting a lot a lot of uh, feedback about the audio, audio again. Are those up all the way, Cam? I think they are, aren't they? Those little uh, control levers. I, I um, thought we were doing okay for a little while there, and then it seems like something's the, going on. The only other thing I'll say, uh, maybe we just try to talk louder, I guess. Uh, the I only can protect <laughs> my voice better. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely do that. Uh the the only other thing is I know I want more um, some more retail space yes. uh, if we can and some more classroom space because I know that was another you know the the training or maybe just two classroom spaces so we that's can do always more been yeah because yeah, we have two instructors right mm-hmm. nominally we have and at then we least have a lot of outside instructors, instructors like Rafa people you know, come in yeah, yeah for yep. sure yep build it tall enough to easily add on exactly John uh, so. Um, the mobile range, Ricky says, the mobile range should provide you some inf- inspiration, and it 100% does. Um, I shared back in January, I went to a show one of our distributors put on, and I shot in that exact range. Right. That's the one I shot in in Nashville. And when we had the fire, I called the guy who owns it, and I was like, hey, uh, watching my place burn down, like, what can we do? Called me back. We, we've got a long-term rental of it now. And when I was in Nashville looking at it, I took a bunch of pictures because I was like, we could build this. You know, like, we built this range. It's pretty much the same thing, just in a box, in a shipping container. Sure. So that was one of our, you know, uh, I've always got a million things 
on the back burner of like things I want to do or could do ideas or whatever. And that was definitely one of them was like, Hey, could we take this? Could we be going to, uh, you know, the bigger gun shows like at Syracuse or Hamburg or wherever, you know, with this and do like a mini TFP where you can test out guns or shoot machine guns or whatever. Do we want to go to try to go to the state fair? Like, is that even a possibility maybe, or across the street from the state fair, you know? So we were, we were talking about like, Hey, Maybe that'd be really cool to uh, to build one of our own mobile ranges, and then uh, this opportunity, I'll call it, happened, and now we're gonna have that range for six months or so, so we can really like uh, reverse engineer it, I'll say, sure, and just you know take some lessons, yeah, because that track system is amazing that they have. Uh, it's definitely besides the touchscreen, you can tell it's more expensive than the one that we had, uh, but even still, there's lessons to be learned, like how our cables are run. Theirs are turned like ninety degrees. And so the, the track is more like open. So the stuff, you know, any of the, any of the fluff that gets in there, as you know, it just falls. There's nothing where, there's nowhere it can collect. That's always so, been my, my main gripe. I think about the system is like mm-hmm. the way things get caught in the top yeah. of the track section there. Yep. And if you just had it, we talked about having it just rotated mm-hmm. 180 degrees mm-hmm. so that the opening is underneath. Right. And right. yeah, your cables are more exposed there, I guess. Yeah. But ultimately, like... Kind of like, who cares? But the funny thing, like, what they did was instead of their C channel, like, basically facing up, it faces to the side, and then they put put two of them, like, back to back. Sure. And then so there's a groove where their cable now, instead of running on the inside, one just runs on top. Right. In the groove formed by the two of them being butt to butt to each other. Sure, sure. And then one runs inside. Right. So it's just just a really clean, it's a very cool system. Uh, you, you'll, you'll appreciate it as a, right. It does. It does. It's a very neat, uh, you can tell that they went through several iterations and, and Figured you know, some yeah, things out. yeah. It's um, interesting. Like how this could be an opportunity though. You know what I mean? Oh, like, sure. Ultimately like, yes. and I think that this, we have like a good group here to like turn it from a crisis mm-hmm. into an mm-hmm. opportunity. And I was talking to some people the other day about like, you know, what's the plan and how are things, and everybody's very concerned about, and I was, you know, talking about, well, we have ammo still, right? And we have accessories and we have the website. So you still have the ability to order anything from our distributors and get a transfer. And we still see, you know, a significant portion of that. So like, there's a lot of different things that you can still do to support the store and help keep things going. Absolutely. Membership opportunities, Mm -hmm. right? We have all these different things. That that is the big one. If I can pitch one thing, the memberships are literally what's keeping us afloat right now i yes. mean it's been one month since the fire basically and we've gotten one small uh advance from the insurance company which doesn't even come close to you know i mean our sales before the fire were what they were we're probably at a third of those numbers right now just because yeah. i mean we went Naturally. from 7500 square feet down to 600 square feet so i'm actually incredibly proud of the staff of like when you look at the square, the like sales per square foot or whatever, they're really high. It's very impressive. Uh, but we, we just don't have room here. There's only so much we can do sure. out of this location. Yep. And, uh, and obviously some people are staying away because we're not in full operation and, and we don't have the range like normal. And you know, there's a, there's a lot of reasons, but it's like standing room only in a lot it of kind ways, of is. Yeah. You know I mean? It kind We're, of is, but it uh, used to be a cool spot to every hang out, day. You know? We're, we're better than we were before. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, the, the team here, the guys, I mean, Josiah, Tyler, the other Josiah, Brian, Cam, Ben, all of them, Darnell, uh, everyone's, everyone's been amazing. 
John's uh, still killing it with the yeah. permit classes yep. and yeah. that's still going on. So you know, obviously, uh, we all have our quirks. Um, uh, you know, I'll be the first to admit I'm. You and me are very alike in the sense that like I could text you an address and just be like, "Hey, you're going to teach this." To a group of, it could be five or 5,000 people, and you just be like, all right, cool. Like, I'll roll with it. Let's like, it. I could do it. Yeah. You might be late, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I know, sure. same here. Same here. I'll be wearing like stained clothes or whatever, but like, I'll be there. Uh, John, you know, for, for, for all of our cons, you know, he, he goes the other way or whatever. Like, he, that would give him such an anxiety attack. He couldn't, like, you know, and not, he not just nothing wants against to be him. Like but like, he, to the yes, tea, he, right? he, he has to go that. So I have to give him such credit because. I basically threw that at him, that almost same scenario, like, hey, John, you know the class that you've got all dialed in? Like, well, I've switched everything around on you, and you're going to be doing it in a new place with a new range, and he just, he took it in stride, and he made it happen. He's a so, pro, yeah. you know what I mean? And yep. he, he can teach anything, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe not anything, but anything that he <laughs> does, right? Sure. Like, sure. anything that he knows, and he feels like he can do it really well, he'll he'll do it to, a, to the letter, right? Yeah. But... Um, I don't think he could be as adaptable on the fly all the time. Sure. Like, you couldn't That's throw not that his at him. That's not strong uh, suit. Right. Right. But, right. Uh, you know, what he does, he but does he did it. really he well. He did it. And, yeah, yeah. he stepped up very to the proud. mark. All the guys, sure. too. I mean, they're, you know, me, I'm, I'm always the one that wants to push, push, push. I post about it on Facebook first, and then I make you guys figure it out later, right? right. And that's, that's kind of my MO. And, uh, and, yeah, it was just very impressive throughout this whole journey. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be here. We'll come up against a wall, some type of objection. And it's like, all right, well, adapt and overcome. Like, what are we going to do about it? Are we just going to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, like the range came in. And we we're like, well, how are we going to, like, use it in the sense of, like, I know how to turn the thing on. But, I mean, like, somebody comes in. Hi, I'd like to shoot. What, yeah, like, what's what the actually happens? Like, what's shooting? the SOP? Yeah. And we just sat down and we figured it out. And it was like, well, we're not just going to sit here and pay you know, what we're paying for that to just sit in the parking lot. Like, we're going to use it, right? It's costing us, like, so much per day. It's We got to do it. So, uh, yeah, everyone has been uh, amazing. Let's see. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, we're going back a little bit. I'm sorry. But Joe asked if the new range will be able to accept 50 cal black tip. So the funny thing about that is the old range could have taken 50 cal. I don't know about black tip, but probably with the rubber, I don't think the, the rounds, the armor piercing would have done anything to that rubber, it just would have maybe gone a little bit deeper, a few more inches into the rubber. But I think that rubber just catches the bullet so well. Right. Um, you know, if you're shooting steel, yeah, black tip's going to go right through it. But I think because it's it's giving, right? Like right. The, it's, even it's the concrete it. block, you're going to have more right. issues with. Uh, but our our backstop was always rated for 50 BMG. It was the room really wasn't like the lights weren't rated for that, and and just certain things we didn't build the range. Like the the Barrett Brandon thing happened years after we built, so the you know sound right. It's been... it's the concussion of it. So it is one of those things where the new range, the backstop will be the same. It'll be rated for it, and I am trying obviously because of the Barrett and because of you guys out there, and I know everyone would love it. Uh, we are trying to. Take that into consideration, uh, and I know it's possible. Plenty of you go out to Battlefield Vegas; they have M2 Bravos you can, or you know, uh, M250 cals you can rent. Um, so we'll see what we can do. We'll do they or do they not make a can for a 50? Oh, they have to. I feel like yeah. there's got to be a there's got to be a 50 cal mm-hmm. suppressor out there. I don't know how much it's actually going to do inside. Like it's going to significantly help, but. Mm-hmm. I know they have it for, uh, like, the Barrett. They have the, the suppressors for it. Um, 
Anthony, thank you so much. That means a lot. I know you're going to keep coming in, and you have. Um, Jose, uh, Marianne asked about the MREs. So we did sell out of all the original batch of those. We got a resupply in. I think we got like twice as many as we ordered the first time because, you know, you never know. Whenever we order stuff in, we're always cautious because, I mean, we love everything. So, we, we, you know, when, Very when, it's like, when, you're, when, you're, when we're shopping here, it's like, yep, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, no problem. Uh, but, yeah, this was this was one of those. We were I was surprised that because this is stuff that I'm into. And usually if it's stuff that I'm into, that means it's weird, like the gold panning kit, right? Same. And so it's like yeah. not – it's probably not going to sell too well. Uh, you know, there's only so many people on the spectrum in our area, <laughs> like me, you know, on my spectrum. Uh, but the MREs were an instant hit, especially, I think it's a pretty good price, $9.99, 10 bucks, uh, And you're getting, this is like, not a full day's worth of rations, but this is a full meal with like the kit. I don't know. Uh, actually, Pat, under there, yep. can you hit the four uh, the on the top there? Yeah, make that. Yeah, let's see. Oh, look at that. So Sweet. you can see here, this has got like the full, you know, there's the salt in here and the, the little uh, peanut butter stuff. And there's vanilla. What is this? Vanilla pound cake. There's... What's the entree? Fruit. Okay, gotta, sorry. The, uh, the Mexican entree. style chicken stew. So there's there's one that everyone says they love. Chili, chili Mac, maybe? The chili Mac is pretty good. I don't think we, we have that one, do we? I don't know if we get that flavor. Maybe that's just the first one that gets bought every time, but... There's, the there's multiple, like there's the flameless ration heater in here. Like this is the full uh, kit. Very cool. Military style. Uh, I believe, I don't want to 100% say, I believe these are like military, like, you know, overruns or whatever. Like they look, I mean, they look just like yeah, that's, that's genuine, military like military surplus stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Americal Foods in Evansville, Indiana. Indiana. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's, um, the, that's the one. And... The boys found out how to read the date code. I don't know if, if that's what that is or if you know how to read these. Right. I know they're new manufacturer, but I don't know how long they last. But they're pretty cool. Ten bucks. Show we got a bunch of different. Here, Cam. Very good. We got a. <laughs> Can you go back to number one there? Thanks, buddy. Um, so we got a bunch of those. I think we did. We get the XMREs too. The other kind. The deluxe ones, maybe. We we got like two different kinds. I want to say. And then we have them by the case. Nice. You can buy like a case for like eighty bucks, I think, or whatever it was. Hundred hundred bucks maybe for twelve. Hundred bucks for twelve meals is a very good Something deal. Like Those things yeah. will last you a long time. The meals mm -hmm. are very calorically mm -hmm. dense, and they do add a lot of uh, you know nutritional like supplementation mm -hmm. in there for. They bind y'all up so you don't have to poop too, right? They, they <laughs> do do that. They will help with you that. Come on, I'm come on in. in for a minute. It's so, Cam. So the ones that you were showing off are the deluxe ones that come with like the biscuit and the yeah thing and all the other stuff. And then we just have these the ones. The basic bitch one. The basic that just has your food and a cookie. Oh, well, right. you know. And a fork. Who, do, I mean, who fork. doesn't like cookies? <laughs> right. So there you go. So Stat Boy is out. <laughs> Back in your hole. All right. We did get another comment here. Uh... Joe says, I was told by my supply chief when I was in the Corps that the only thing that goes bad in those is the name brand candy. That makes I sense. Could, I could believe that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim says it lasts far better than puffed up sea rations. <laughs> I, bet, I bet Jim's got a whole pile of those in his basement. That's I just I just picture him. Like, he might. You know, every Jim night. Is, Jim is an awesome dude. Gets home, takes the pants off, you know. Sea ration. He just, <laughs> he's eating one right yeah. now. Jim's hardcore. Turn on TFP stream. <laughs> uh, John says, sorry, ate way too many of them 45 years ago. I, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. I've definitely, 
lived on those for my share of time. Uh, Edris, hi. Hope I, everyone's doing well. We are. Thank you. Hope you're doing well. James, so happy to hear things are moving along. Uh, and yes, I will hit you up. And thank you, James, for that uh, that power supply, that, that power battery. That was very useful. Brian's question, um, we are doing transfers. Yes, sir. Yes. Yep. And uh, you can still, like I said earlier, you can still or- order stuff from our site as well, and we'd be happy to transfer that to you as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, the EOTech event. Man, Yeah, how did that, that guy, was fun. I wasn't able to come. Dude, that was fun. That was a good time. I'm always nervous when we set up an event like that, that, you know, you're going to, you're going to, like put yourself out there and it's going to be, you know, like that, that freshman party you threw and like no one Nobody showed up could, and it, yeah. you know, and it's like, Oh, so awkward. But no, we had an amazing, literally like standing room only turnout in here. Sure. Don't tell the fire department. Uh, it was definitely to code, but it was amazing. And we had, uh, the great Bill Stepinski was out here. One of my favorites. He is literally awesome just a gem. Uh, so cool of a guy. He was here, uh, and there was a guy, Matt, I didn't get his last name, but there was a guy like from EOTech, uh, cool. Matt, uh, former Marine, had done a few deployments, shared some very funny videos that I'll have to tell you about later, mm-hmm. uh, that were, they were like the highlight of the night, let me tell you. Nice. Uh, I've never, I don't even want to get it. <laughs> um, I, uh, <laughs> let's just say there was uh, uh, a video of an act performed Someone thought they were alone when they were doing something, but they were not alone. Thermal vision sees all. Let's just say that, and and I I just hope the goat's okay. But um, (laughs) the EOTech event was amazing. We had there had to have been like a hundred grand worth of night vision devices here, which is only like eight, but still, (laughs) not that many. A big number, but it's not that many. many, But they had. monoculars they had binoculars they had like compact binoculars they had thermal devices uh it was it was very (laughs) the presentation was the goat yes anthony that's so funny uh yeah it was super cool we had the range open so it was on a tuesday night yep so there's a thing in the like the online gun community called two stamp tuesday generally we don't get to play in new york because none of us have nfa items other than dealers like us uh, and so I brought out the UMP. I have a UMP with a, a PEC-15 laser on it. Yep. So Ben was in the range, and people got to go into the range, complete darkness, and shoot an IR lasered gun. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we had, like, the thermals and stuff set up outside. People could, like, look into the village and look, you know, out into the fields and stuff like that. Uh, and then, yeah, then they had stuff set up in here, asking questions and, you know, learning and just all that kind of stuff. And uh, for me, I posted, I think I posted it in a comment. I don't think I made my own post about it. But for me, the highlight of the night, I went to Tops before the event just to get, like, some cookies and snacks and stuff. Did you in your comment? No. Oh, that would have been funny. I got the cake ladies to make an EOTech cake. I had them draw, like, the EOTech logo on a cake. And the rep was like, oh. I was like, you've probably been to cooler gun shops, ones that haven't burned down three weeks before the event. But, like, but nobody's, bring you a yeah, cake? nobody's made you an EOTech cake. So, That's yeah, awesome. that was pretty fun. I, I do hope to do more of those events in the future, James. Uh, I don't know it'll, if it'll be an EOTech factory event. I do think they were very impressed. Uh, they said for a store like ours, if, if we had 10 people turn up, they would have been blown away. We had like 40 or 50 maybe. Sure. So they were very impressed by that. Uh, so I think that probably will turn into a once a year thing. The The rep was from Saratoga Springs. So, oh, so a New York not guy. Not super yeah. close, but not super far either. Sure. So he, like, he drove up in one day and drove back, right? So 
yeah, I definitely want to um, encourage and and try to build up a community of people that own night vision. Yeah, uh, it, it is an expensive hobby. None of these are cheap hobbies, uh, but it is the cheapest superpower that you can buy. So they say. And I know there's a lot of people uh, that that want they want to do it. But it's a lot like the guns. Like until you get it in your hand and you try it for yourself, it's just it's hard to justify. Especially, I mean, you're talking you don't necessarily understand maybe three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, and I mean the EOTech ones are five to six thousand dollars because they're EOTechs. Um, so that can that can be a stretch for people. We will be offering financing. We're not trying to, you know, we don't make anything off of like the financing, and like we're not trying to to, to put people in rough financial positions. Obviously, right. But, uh, it is something that is offered, so we'll we'll be putting it out there if people are interested in it. Uh, my kid loved it. Brandon acting like a Sasquatch running in the field. Yes, Cody. That was uh, Cody was here with his daughter, and she's like looking through the IR, and I was just like, uh, 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 uh. it was very That's fun. fun. It was very fun. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, <laughs> the first time. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we will definitely be doing. We are trying to grow. Our collection of night vision devices. I think the next thing I want to get though is a thermal, yeah. just because that is such a different. Um, I I again not to sound dumb, I didn't realize that that thermal view was you know again just stupidly I thought it could somehow just it, it you know you're looking through this thing, and I, I I didn't understand that it is still light that's coming off of you. Like the heat, I, I thought it sensed the heat in a different way, I guess. I don't know how it works, just magic, right? right? You look through the tube, it works. But I, I didn't know that it's actually, it is part of the light, light spectrum. spectrum. Yeah, like the, the heat coming off of you and everything else puts out a visible wave of light, not to us, to our naked eye, but through these devices. And that was, that was pretty cool to me. Um, but yeah, you should get a thermal monocular yes. that you could wear on your support side because you have the bind mm-hmm. or you have the uh, night Monocle. vision over here. Yeah. Yep. So now you could have you know both view. Have the you ever seen poor man's Cody? Right. Have C-O-T-I? you ever seen the the guys that run that the mm-hmm. Goblin Tactical or whatever? <clears throat> Closest you'll get to those military the overlay things for the next ten years probably. Mark, thank you very much. Um, the uh, again we said it earlier but the, the community support through all this has been amazing and uh i don't know it just lets you know you're doing something right you know like we set up we've been here almost 10 years now you know that tells you you're doing something right i guess from a business perspective or a fiscal you know management perspective that you know we've been able to pay the bills and keep the lights on and pay the employees for this long but you know i mean a lot of businesses unfortunately go through what we're going through and I'm not going to, you know, like put them down that they haven't done what we do. But again, it just, it, it, it just not, that's not why we do it, but it's just telling me that we're, we're doing something right. Right. You know, somebody um, said something to me one time that like kind of reminds me of the way that this place kind of goes. Right. And it's people remember the way you make them feel. Sure. Right. So the way that people feel when they come in here the way that they feel welcome the way that they feel like they're part of a community the way that they feel like you know they can come in here and ask a question and get the right answer or somebody will take the time to do their best to answer you know whatever the case is i think those are the sorts of things that have really made us stand out over time sure yeah uh mike thank you we're an essential business um 
And Mark asked, can we still donate to the rebuild? And uh, <coughs> it, it's awkward for me to like say that or like to ask for a donation. Uh, but uh, Tyler's mom, Kelly, she did set happy up. Happy birthday. Uh, a go- yes, happy birthday, by the way, a couple days ago, right? Uh, she set up a, uh, a GoFundMe for us. And we said right from the beginning that we're going to be donating at least half of that money to the Burgeon Fire Department uh, because, number one, those volunteers are some of the most amazing people we've ever met. And just their dedication, again, to this community is unmatched. And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous um, that, that they are willing to do that literally for nothing. Like, they just do it because it has to be done, and they care about their community. Uh, and, and, you know, what more can you say about people? But uh, so there is that we haven't really made any formal plans yet. We, we probably will do some type of uh, like a Kickstarter or some type of, you know, fundraising type of. Yeah. And, and, and I, I want to, you know, GoFundMe to me is like, hey, we had this happen. Donate money. And that's kind of it. Uh, if 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 I, if I want to do, you know, what I want to do, it would be more of like, you know, hey, we've got the money to rebuild the range but maybe you want to help make it better, right? Maybe better target systems or here's that or whatever. So we could do like a Kickstarter where there's more quid pro quo. You know, hey, you make a $5 donation, you're getting a sticker. You could make a $20 a, donation, you're getting something. Could be a raffle or, of some kind. Exactly. Or you're getting different ways to do it. You know, when, uh, when Eli Fish opened, we love those guys in Batavia, they did a similar thing. It was like, hey, like we, we can build the place. You know, we've got the budget to build it. But if you want to build it cooler, like we could certainly use that to for decor or this or you know whatever there's always another expense when you're opening a business so at christmas time we've traditionally done gift cards where yeah. it's like you pay x amount of dollars and you get x amount in additional mm-hmm. value right probably do something similar so a good way yeah. to raise additional funds potentially could be just as a yeah. suggestion yep. right yep. But absolutely there's more than one way to skin that cat i know with uh, like eli fish they had a big board and it was like, hey, if you donate this much, your name's going to go on the board. And it's still there, like, five or six years later, however long right. they've been there. And, you know, uh, I, I think same thing. This is a community. This is a business. But this is also, like, a community gathering place for a lot of people. So we'd like to, um, you know, acknowledge that. And and same thing, like, when we're um, in the, in the teardown process, if you want to be a part of it, we want you to help us. And when we're in the rebuild process... If you want to be out here, because this place, I know it means a lot to a lot of people. So if, if you want to help us rebuild and, and, you know, be a part of this place even more, uh, we want that. You know, we, we love that. We love the community. Um, Joe asked about Polar Wave. Did it get shut down or is that in the back burner with everything that happened? So Polar Wave is actually being sold. Yeah. So I was approached. It wasn't, it's, it, it, it has been something on the back burner. It's been something that I've wanted to kind of just for my own sake diversify and, and maybe get something else going out there that's not gun related. You know, I tried to get the range going and it just it didn't work out. And uh, I've, I've held the property ever since. And, and, you know, we pay the taxes, excuse me, taxes on it, which I love so much. And it is a fun, I, I mean, it kills me that I'm 45 minutes away from it. 40 minutes, baby. Um, I wish I was over there more. It's a fun piece of property. It's, it's, it's 20, 20 acres, uh, and there's some cool ranges set up that the guys have spent, you know, the past few years developing, and it's just a shame, but yeah, it wasn't something that I put on the market, but I was approached, 
and you have a conversation and, you know, everything is for sale if the price is right. And uh, it was just, you know, it was one of those things that even before the fire, I had things that we wanted to do over here. We talked about buying more land. We talked about, you know, some, some types of expansions, things like that, you know, and then the fire happened. Obviously it put a lot of that on hold. Uh, and, and it, you know, it made it that much easier to sign the paperwork to sell Polar Wave, just knowing. Well, one less you know, liability, right? And exactly. One yep. more, one more asset now that can be turned into something to help rebuild. So yeah, a- a- absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, as much as I loved it, it was, uh, you know, not, not something that was debilitating, but it was a drain. I mean, it was something that the firing pin was floating the bill for and, you know, um, it, it'll, it'll be sad. I definitely, there are, there are times where things have come up and it's like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have, like, there's a barn out there, you know, and it's like, things have come up where it's like, oh, I can just throw that in the barn out there. Right. And it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I don't have that, you know, or like, hey, I just need a spot to go scream and no one can hear me. You know what I mean? And like, I need a spot to just shoot a machine gun into garbage or whatever. Like that was, that was the the place for it, you know? Uh, so I, I am on the lookout for more land. I always am. Uh, I do want to get an outdoor experience going, you know, here in Western New York, just, uh, you know, between the tactical style training and, and the events that we like to do and, you know, long range shooting. It's just, there's a need for it. There's clearly a need for it in our area. Um, but yeah, it's just, that wasn't the spot. I know we can do better and, uh, it will be the better off for it. So, um, bigger and better things to come. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Mike says adopt a lane program. Yep. We are planning on doing that. Either reaching out to some, like, you know, some local business partners that we have or, yeah, I mean, We've had people ask in the past, uh, you know, to, to do stuff like that. So we'll definitely be doing that. Mike, I do want to do some type of event where people can shoot. I've, and that was, that was, I don't want to say the whole reason, but that was one of the big reasons that I wanted a place like Polar Wave was so we could shoot the damn Barrett. Right. So many people, especially after the Virginia thing, wanted to shoot the Barrett. And, uh, and it's not, I mean, I would have to charge something for it, but uh, it's not even about that. It's just, that's a gun that so until I owned one, I had never shot one and so few people do. And even if you own one, there's probably 60 to 80% of the people that own those guns have never shot them because there's not many places you can any private range around here that I know of. You can't shoot a 50 BMG, like the, the gun clubs, the rod and guns. No, they they don't don't want you shooting that out there. So, uh, it's definitely, uh, something that I want to do. We just got to figure out how, uh, Mark, Thank you so much. Uh, we definitely are going to do a metal roof, so send me an email, info at thefiringpinny.com. And, uh, yeah, Mike, mag dump it to trash. It's the only way. <laughs> Every once in a while, man. Got to just make expensive noise. Yep, Zach Morgan, bucket list gun. Well, you know, Zach, you, you, you might be able to shoot that maybe anytime. Just, Z- just, Zach's a good dude. What are you doing right now? Come down. Come shoot. Zach's a good dude. <laughs> uh, it made me feel really good the other night, Ben, as we were cleaning up the EOTech uh, night. He just, like, kind of pulled me aside, and he's like, do you know, like, what you have done as far as, like, like, they're, like we are in western New York, like, shooting guns, like, shooting machine guns with suppressors on them, like, in the middle of the night with night vision, like, in town here. And it was just, you know, I was like, well, you know. I don't do it because of that, but it is, like... Sometimes, yeah, when you step back and you're looking, it's like, damn, like, we did that. And, and you know. Well, living where we live is so restricted. <laughs> like, 
that wouldn't be a big deal. I have a lot of friends who live in other locales. Mm-hmm. And like if if I told them that I was shooting a machine gun with a suppressor on it, cool. they'd be like, yeah. yeah, it's a Tuesday night. And what else yeah. would you be doing? Right. I, I don't get it. We got tacos, but. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. It's a big them, deal. That's a whole different, you know, ball of wax. So for people here locally to be able to just be exposed to that and mm-hmm. just, you know, see that, yeah, the gun culture is, is still here and they still get excited about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Uh, do we have any other questions? Uh, I have a question. Why didn't we talk about Beyond Driven Fitness and oh, performance we were in, all... on Main Street in Leroy? Well, here, here's your ad. Uh, Beyond Driven Fitness and Performance uh, in Leroy on Main Street. My and Tyler's favorite place to go and get our fitness on. By far the best uh, fitness facility in western New York. Mm-hmm. They have 24-7 gym access for members. They have many different varieties of fitness classes, spin fit, uh, cross fit. Um, they have a burn a burn thing that they do. It's just a cardio smoke session. Um, student athlete training, uh, personal trainers that you can I think they're student athlete training. Lessons. That's that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And I, I mean, you what they're doing with the military, I think, that's is, also, is very all, cool. also super cool. Yeah, they have a program that they're doing with uh, our friends at American Warrior Foundation, and uh, they are training future warriors to go and uh, do great things in mm-hmm. our military. Mm-hmm. People who otherwise, you know, might have struggled to meet some requirements. Um, American Warrior Foundation has been running, as you know, uh, and as our viewers and listeners should be aware, uh, American Warrior Foundation is running a fantastic program to help on the educational side as well as on the fitness side mm-hmm. to get people qualified yeah, for that, military occupation specialties. You know, if you're, if you're in that uh, pipeline, you know that you have to take a test, but some people don't know. They just, oh, you know, you got to be do some push-ups, you got to be able to run. Like, no, like... Military wants smart people too, and and not everybody's know. able to meet the uh, educational mm-hmm. requirements. Not mm-hmm. everybody has a GED. You know, for some right. people, it's as simple as help to get a GED. Mm-hmm. They have a GED program that they're helping to get people uh, that you know minimum standard of education so that they can get there. They have people that are getting tutoring uh, to pass the ASVAB if they're struggling on that side of things. They have uh, again the uh, Future Warrior program that they're doing with the Army and Marine recruiters to get, you know, people. Casey just came back. We should actually invite Casey. Yes, we should interview him. He was just I saw he met the Commandant. Paris Island. Yeah, Yeah. super cool. He messaged me. He was like, hey, man, I just wanted to give you a, uh, you know, say thank you for getting me kind of spun up on some of this marksmanship stuff before I came down here because I was down here uh, engaging targets at, you know, all the way out to 500 yards of these guys. That's cool. And he was able to actually, like, get some hits on targets, and he felt pretty good about that. And, yeah, um, so, you know, he he thought that was a pretty neat experience. I'd love to talk to him about it in detail. So I'll reach out to him and see if we can get him to come on, and uh, we can talk to him more about that and everything else that they have over there because they're pretty neat. Absolutely. Uh, Joe, sorry, this MP5 is not for sale. This is a uh, NFA item, fully automatic, fully, uh, I was going to say fully semi-automatic, but no, this one's full auto. We got this from the Batavia Police Department a few years back, and uh, it's got a Silencer Co. Os- or, um, 
Omega silencer call Omega 9K on it. But uh, no, this is the real deal. I think from mid '90s. Um, and it's got the Surefire end with it does without a flashlight. Right no now. flashlight in it, but we do have it somewhere. Will it still fit all the one-inch bodied ones, like any I of think the so. modern ones yeah. with the LEDs instead of the old? Ah, uh, that's a good. The old ones with like four lumens. That it definitely had an old one in it. Right. Um, that was embarrassing. Yeah, it was like a mag light looking down the end of it. Yeah, it was so pitiful, so dumb. But yeah, this is one of the uh, the rentals where. Uh, once we are fully spun up back and running in the range, you could come down and rent ho, 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 a machine gun, right? So we have two of these, we have two UMPs and we're working on, uh, increasing that and getting more, more better ones. Yeah, definitely better. Well, the UMPs are like kind of cool, but they're kind of clunky. I don't know. They're, I I expect more from HK. They're definitely in like, you can tell they're from another era. I guess, or you know, because the I mean, uh, the MP5 is from what the 70s, yes, maybe even a little earlier than that. But the UMP, I mean, that's from the 90s, so it's still, you know, yeah, it's cool, it's light. I love how light the UMP is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just always like the ergonomics on them don't impress me very much, yeah. and the sight systems on them are like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, and very um, much H and K, like G3, you know. You know, the MP5, Josiah, I don't know. The MP5 is too, sounds dumb. Like, <laughs> for for me, if I'm going to shoot a machine gun, I want that thing rattle. Like, I want to be moved around. I want to, like, you know, the, the MP5 is like a, a precise, like a typewriter. And it just goes, and it just, and it's just nice. I mean, it's fun, don't get me wrong. But very controllable. Almost too controllable. It's not fun. My, I like the UMP, I like the one we have is in 40 cal, because right. with no suppressor on the thing, you're just like, like, oh, it's so fun. My only real frame of reference to using this gun is from, like, SOCOM on PS2 <laughs> sure, yeah. when I was a kid, like, playing videos, right? So, to me, like, that's what I want this gun for, is like, yeah, I'm going to go clear a sure, boat. of course. I'm going to be, course. like, boarding yeah, yeah, yeah. a ship, and then I'm going to clear that <laughs> motherfucker. So, that's what uh, I want this for. Is to be that little typewriter. Right, right. right? Yeah, if you're actually going to use it, like, yeah, the MP5 probably makes, probably does make more sense. It's still um, kind of goofy with the it is weird. charging handle and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, I, I don't like the reload The rollers, you can, and, they can break, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of delicate, but still, like, for when it was <laughs> useful, it was useful. Joe says he wants to try an MP5 SD. It would be even cooler or more boring for me, which is true. Uh, and it's funny that you, you name dropped that gun. That gun, the MP5 SD, for those of you that don't know, that's the one with the integrally suppressed or suppressor, like it's all built in, the big chunky boy. Yeah, that's a big can. That gun is a huge part of the reason that this place exists. So if I may tell a story, then we'll get out of here, I guess. Uh, I was in college, uh, summer break. I was a sophomore, I want to say. So we're talking like 2010-ish. And we did a family trip down to Washington, D.C. I'm a big history nerd. So I want to see, you know, the Smithsonian. I want to see this. I want to see that. Sure. And we went to the NRA Museum, which for all of their faults, at the NRA headquarters, they have an amazing museum. It was free. I don't know if it still is, but they have a very amazing collection. They have all sorts of um, historical guns. They have all sorts of, like, movie guns, like Dirty Harry's guns from the movies and uh, you know, back in those days of Hollywood, there were a lot of Hollywood stars 
John Wayne, maybe that like truly loved guns and had a, their own impressive collections. Right. Those all belong at the NRA museum and stuff like that. Uh, and then at the end of the tour, there's a range at the NRA museum and it's like the range of all ranges. And it's literally like 50 lanes wide. And it's just, it's very impressive. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, well, we're here. They got to have rental guns too. Well, they don't, they only, you got to bring all your own guns. And I was like, Oh, it's so lame. So I get on my phone and I'm like, there's gotta be like, we're down in the South. There's gotta be, I've heard there's ranges. You know, I've, I've heard the others tell tales of, right. of like, you know, you can go to a range, just rent a machine gun. So I found, I think it was uh, blue line tactical. There was some, there was something tactical, obviously in the name. And we I find it, we navigate to it and our old, you know, old GPS and phones and everything. And we get there and it's literally in like a industrial, like office park. Mm-hmm. Like you're just going down and there's just loading docks and it's like, you know, this is office number one and office number eight. There's no like business names or anything. Right. And we get down to like the very last one and there's like, yeah, like whatever tactical tuna gun shop, whatever it was. And we're like, all right, well, there it is. And we walk in, there's a hundred people there. The place is packed. Every employee looks like a former Navy SEAL, like guns all over them and stuff. Yeah. And, and they had a, they had a million guns to rent and I have no idea why. But that's what I chose. I chose the MP5 SD. I went in there. It was like a hundred bucks. I got one magazine. Came out five seconds later. I think I got like I went, and that was it. There was a hundred bucks, and my dad was like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) And I got a. There's a picture of me here somewhere. I think I'm pretty sure we saved it of me just grinning like an idiot, holding this MP5 SD, like clearly in like their airlock or whatever, (laughs) you know. And uh, and yeah, I I left, and and that just. It sat in my head that why is, because I was working at Gander Mountain at the time, and it was just, why is this not a thing? There's a store with the range. And, like, how is that not the only kind of gun store that exists? And I was like, this is just the most logical thing I've ever seen. And uh, it only took me, I mean, that was 2010. 2012, I was writing a business plan. 2013, we were building. 2014, we were open. So, yeah, the MP5 SD, uh, yes, Joe, as boring as it is. And it is. It's a very boring gun to shoot. Right. Same with, like, the P90. Like, the P90 is, like, this holy grail gun for a lot of people. Right. And they go to shoot it, it's like... It's like, what? <laughs> like, it's just not what they were expecting, I think, you right. know? Uh, but the MP5 SD, same thing. Like, obviously, I would own one in a heartbeat. Right. But if you're telling me, like, you know, you're going to go shoot one that's fun, it's not that, necessarily. See, to me, that's best. the only thing that's yeah, fun. I know. Is yeah, like, like, repeatable performance. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I can do the same thing every time, <laughs> and I know what my capabilities are. I know where they stop. I know where they end. You can't see it, but I kicked my heel up. Friends, swoon. What's up, Dwayne? My friend. You know, Did Dwayne, you just get here now? You... Dwayne is the only reason Spike is coming. I know. They're like... They're buddies. Like they touch they're tubes? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a thing. You did the... Th- it's, I don't know. I, don't know. You I did think it's the called thing. Do- I think it's called docking. I'm, I think that's what the term okay. is. <laughs> did you don't, learn that? Where'd don't you learn act that? like you don't know. Where'd you, where'd you learn that, Brando? Tell me. Uh, Tyler taught me. At Roar, uh, it? was a long drive from here to Pontrager's, all right, with Tyler. Oh, man. He'd just man. tell you. He'd just tell you all uh, sorts of Dwayne, Dwayne calls things. me today, and he just goes, what are you wearing? So, yeah, yeah. Tyler's like, hello? He just goes, what are you wearing? <laughs> He's a friends, funny dude. Friends like Speaking these. of Dwayne, hey, Dwayne, um, there's a skirmish, buddy, and uh, I really am going to need you to sign up for that now that it's not training tax. Day. Oh, damn it. There's a training day. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're going to... So now it's not a skirmish. No, it's not. Yeah, so sign up for it, Dwayne. Yeah, so you you can come and do a whole different thing. 
Or you can make excuses about a whole different thing. Or just Balls in your court. Shred more people's taxes, whatever it is you do over there. He filed a ton of returns. So many. I saw the, I saw his, that. Oh yeah. my gosh. One of I know, and it's funny because one of his favorite things is giving the government more money. So it makes a ton of sense that that's what I he got does. tired just reading that. <laughs> I got tired just looking at all those numbers. I saw that. All right. Like, no. It's past our bedtimes. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. For me, for sure. Love you all. Freedom weekend, June 10th and 11th. Don't forget. Tactical Games Training Day on the 30th of April. Go sign up right now. What are right you now. doing? What are you doing? All right. End all live right. video. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.